0: Welcome in, everybody, to the PHNX Suns post-game show brought to you by OGs. Flavor your Friday by heading to zenleafdispensaries.com and use code PHNX at checkout. We get the sexy sacks sex tonight, you guys, because the Phoenix Suns defeat the Memphis Grizzlies 110-89 to in-season tournament. Here we come, hopefully. How you guys feeling after this win?
1: Oh, I'll be good in a second when I get my music. When I get that sexy sax, I'll be good.
0: Almost Sitting here in the right, walk-in so.
1: closet. I need it. I need it.
2: There it goes.
1: <laughs> oh, that's better than any any sale you can get out there. That's better than any retail therapy. That's almost better than a win against the Memphis Grizzlies. It's that good.
0: We're feeling good. We're feeling great. And of course, we get the Sexy sex on a Friday afternoon. And listen, it's better than all the sales, but the second best sale you can get your hands on, of course, is the PHNX Black Friday sale. You can head over to our locker by going to gophnx.com. Get up to 90% off some merch that is in there. You get a $15 gift card when you spend $75 or more. And you guys, We dropped some brand new merch that is included in this as well. So don't miss out the anti-hero basketball club, Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss. All right, guys, let's dive into this one. Obviously, Devin (laughs) Booker was a huge factor in this game. What did you love that you saw from our guy, D Book?
3: I mean, he did everything that the Suns needed him to from a scoring standpoint with Kevin Durand out. Obviously that last three dropped him 40 for the game and then he was still trying to add to it. At the very end, after the buzzer there, when he stole the ball from Nurkic and flung it three quarters court, um, he was, he was great. Like, obviously from a playmaking standpoint, he didn't do as much today, but it's because one of his main guys that he loves to feed the ball to wasn't out there. So I loved how aggressive he was after last game. I had been asking him whether it's been an adjustment, kind of getting used to the minutes restriction and the different minutes that he's been playing. He's been saying it has been something that's new for him, but Tonight, it looked like he was in full control and definitely getting acclimated to the way his minutes were being divided up. So, superstar performance from him.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you score 40 points in 33 minutes, you're doing something right. Especially when you're able to do it on 15 of 21 shooting. This was, this was the evolution of Book, right? We've seen him uh, do a lot of great things over... The last, uh, the last seven, eight years as a member of the Suns, but now we're seeing him be able to flip that switch. I'm going to be the distributor one night. I'm going to be the guy that does a little of everything. The other night, this was full Armani mode uh, tonight. This was Devin Booker scoring at a high clip and knowing that his team needed him and delivering. It was a stark contrast when he was on the floor and when he was off it. We've played this game before. We've seen it, but he did every last thing he needed to to give that son the Suns the win, but also the point differential that they need to get, uh, you know, to hopefully I'm not going to say to definitely do it, but to hopefully get them into the midseason term.
0: Yeah, and we'll check in on that a little bit later in the show and take a look at some of those numbers. But, you know, I think the thing about Devin is we've seen him progress every single year of his career. Like we've all kind of grown up together (laughs) with Devin Booker as Suns fans to this point. And I think um, maybe behind the scenes or just internally to ourselves, a lot of times we ask the question, like, when is he going to reach the peak of the peaks? And I don't know if we're ever going to get that because it seems like every single year, at least to this point, I mean, this year included, it's just he keeps adding on another level and another level. And I think the thing about uh, Devin is that him and KD are so perfect for one another because they're so they work so well hand in hand. And Devin knows how to adjust when Katie's on the floor, but he also knows how to take over a game when Katie's not on the floor or when Bradley Beal isn't playing. And he kind of has to take on that role. Like he's so good at just adjusting his game to what his team needs to get the win. And I absolutely love that about him. He's such a selfless player in that way.
3: Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and, For me, the thing that stood out about him this season, aside from the way that he's managed to play great with Kevin Durant on the floor and be a facilitator and take charge when Kevin Durant's not on the floor, is just he's got that masterful kind of control of the game down. It's something we would praise Chris Paul for. It's something we praise some of the best superstars in the league for in terms of knowing and being able to sense the flow of the game and like we need a bucket here. I'm going to be that guy to go and get a bucket, or we need to move the ball here and get somebody involved. And it feels like every time he, he just understands that it's, it's more than just manipulating double teams and manipulating defenses. It's manipulating the flow of the game itself um, and bending it to his will. Like we saw at the end of the second quarter there um, they were, I think the Grizzlies had taken a one point lead. They put book back in and the Suns go on a 14 0 run to close the half. Like, it's just little pockets of doing that. And I know Espo hates the plus minus stat, but like sometimes it's useful. Like tonight he was a plus 28 in 33 minutes and it felt like it every bit of that. So um, it's just one of those things where he's in complete control of the game. He commands it now. And that's one of those things that we wondered years ago, like would he get to this point? And I think he's taken an even further step forward in that regard.
1: I'm sorry, Gerald, but the plus minus stat – even in this case, doesn't do it justice because Booker <laughs> yeah. p- felt like he was plus 100 out there and everybody else <laughs> felt like they were in the negative from time to time, right? Uh, Devin Booker's impact cannot be gauged by a stat, especially not as one as simple as plus minus. Devin Booker was otherworldly this evening. Devin Booker, uh, there's three letters that can sum it up. No plus minus, no advanced stat, M, V, and P is what it could be, or H, I, and M. Okay. Those are the, okay. the, the three letters that can uh, describe what Devin Booker was this evening. All
3: right. It was a Grizzlies team missing like nine guys. Let's just, let's put that out into the ether. We got to acknowledge that. Okay.
0: Nah, just, Gerald, just we just going to ride bit. this wave. We just going to ride this wave. <laughs> I'll,
3: I'll take the H, I, and the M. The M, V, and the P, I'll need to see more a little bit more. I'm just gonna say I didn't that. say
1: of the league. I said of the game. It's different. Okay.
3: Well, yeah, the game. Sure. <laughs> of course. I would hope so.
1: <laughs> look, look, I'm even wearing
0: the shirt. All right? You MVP. are. You are. <laughs> Which you guys can get in our uh, locker. Again, gophnx.com, mm-hmm. major sale going on right now. Um, mm-hmm. Can we talk real quick just, like, about the four steals that Devin had as well? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's a whole nother level, too, where it's like, okay, Devin, we see you out there with them hustle plays.
1: Uh, Lindsay, yeah. uh, I mean, I've listened to the Internet. They've all told me he's not a good defender. So this is not something we can talk about because he's not a good on-ball defender. He's not a good off-ball defender. Uh, he's just not good at it. No, it's another thing that Devin Booker continually works on has gotten better at. He did it on the defensive end. This year he's showing you when it comes to uh, to his dis- distribution. Devin Booker is a complete player, and those four steals were just yet another example of what he can go out there and do for, do for it
3: yeah he's had it in his game for a while now in terms of just playing good defense and and i think this year to start the year he's had some instances where off the ball because of the weight that he's carrying he's fallen into some habits that are older devin booker but he's always been really good about reading plays and coming over from the weak side for steals we've seen guys kind of like turn around and turn right into him and he just picks their pocket right then and there He's got good anticipation in that way. And a lot of the steals that he was getting, especially like tonight, they're, you know, pick sixes. He's going the other way. It's an easy layup every time. So those are the kinds of steals that you love to see as well on top of that. Um, The Suns have done a little bit better job recently of turning the ball over. And it's awesome to see your best player who's also dropping 40 points leading the charge on that front.
0: Absolutely. And you know what, for all the reasons we just talked about and a few more that we'll continue to talk about, Devin Booker tonight, of course, is our big, bright, shining star.
1: <laughs> I'm a because... big, bright, shining star.
0: Oh, we got it. Nice. <laughs> Inespo, how exciting. He finished tonight with a 40 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 steals. Shout out to our guy, Devin Booker, for having himself a night. We also have a couple... Uh, Super chats for D book as well. Frank sent us a super chat and said clutch sons win with 40 point game from Devin Booker. Uh, Avery also sent us one and said, I was checking the box score and my friend pointed at my phone and said, 40 points off 21 shots. He only missed six times. Oh geez. True story.
3: Mm -hmm. He's ridiculous, man. He's getting, that's the other thing. He's getting to the line a lot now too. And that makes it even tougher to stop him because even if the shot is not falling, he can still draw fouls and get easy points that way too. It's you—you you can't win with this guy.
1: Yeah, nine times at the free throw line. That, that's been something we've complained about in the past, but it really seems like that trend has shifted this year for the Suns. That, that not just book, but overall, that they've been able to to get to the line more, which will be huge uh, this year. Uh, also. Our friend, uh, the mustache behind the Mac, Shane Diefenbach, is in town. And if Eric keeps putting that plus minus stat on the big bright shining star, <laughs> I, and love I don't it. care where he puts it, uh, I'm going to have Shane back in that seat for sooner
3: rather than later. I was about to shout him out for putting that on the graphic too. <laughs> Phenomenal content, Eric. <laughs>
0: Espo, um, I, I think we all have to take a vote for that one. I'm just saying, as much as I love Shane, I think we just have to all take a vote. That's all I'm
1: saying.
0: That's all I'm saying I'll I'm bring Emma a... back.
1: All self-produced. <laughs> there's there's punishment that's coming if that keeps showing up on here. So I'll
0: bet you twenty bucks, Gerald and I could convince Shane Diefenbach to put plus minus on there. He would probably just hide it better so you couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. You know, Shane, you know, no. Shane loves me and Gerald. We can talk him into anything. The
1: bromance between Shane and I much stronger, apparently, than uh, Rudy and I. So we're going to have to we're going to have to work on that.
0: Yeah, well, you get to get started. I suppose start being nicer to him. All right. Uh, listen, I don't have we'll con- it in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, be like Devin Booker and continue to grow year after year after year as we believe in you. All right, guys, we'll continue to talk about this game, but just a heads up, listen, I know everyone is looking at deals and sales and everything right now. Christmas is just around the corner. So you're going to start picking up gifts. One of the best gifts that you can give, of course, are holiday scratchers from Arizona Lottery. They make last minute shopping so much easier. And on top of that, they're not like a lame last minute gift either. They're actually a really good gift because they start at just $1 and top prizes go up to $500,000. So the margin of winning there is huge. So make sure you go out and buy your holiday scratchers today. And also, as uh, was brought up in our super chat, we love our friends over at OGs. And right now OGs is hooking you guys up with a discount uh, when you order from your neighborhood Zen Leaf location. So right now just head to zenleafdispensaries.com, find the closest location to you, order your favorite OGs gummies for pickup and enter the discount code PHNX for 25% off at checkout. Now, this deal is exclusively for all of you guys. Again, that code is PHNX, and it's available for only online slash pickup orders, and it's active until November 30th, so make sure you take advantage of it sooner rather than later. All right, guys, so one other player that we have to highlight, of course, we'll talk about a couple, but before we dive into anybody else, is our PHNX factor of the game, and that's going to Jordan Goodwin. He really kept the Suns above uh, their heads above water in that fourth quarter, especially love what we saw from Jordan Goodwin tonight. He finished with 14 points, five rebounds, and two assists. What did you guys see from him?
3: I saw a guy who really stepped up in a big way in the non-Booker minutes because you could just see from the flow of the game when Booker was out on the court, the Suns were doing fantastic when he got his rest. They didn't have a Kevin Durant out there to kind of lead the group out there. Um, And Jordan Goodwin scored 10 straight points in that fourth quarter, most of which, I think all of which was while Book was resting. It was huge to get some type of offensive production from anyone on the court when Booker rests. So that was huge. Um, And then defensively, he just continues to be a terror. And you got to give him credit for staying ready because I think last game or the game before, he only played a couple of minutes, barely got in at all. And then he comes out there and he's arguably the second or third best player on the court tonight. Um, That's huge. And it's something that, you know, Book, when I had asked him about Nasir Little, he referred to it as the stay ready crew, Nasir, Jordan Goodwin, these guys that are kind of on the fringe of the rotation that are, you know, getting extra work in after practice, after, after shoot arounds to make sure that they are ready for those opportunities. And uh, I think Jordan Goodwin's performance tonight was a good example of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, he let books stay out till that five minute mark in the fourth, which you're watching it and you go, okay, You've pushed it to double digits. Now, Devin Booker can come in and be the closer, maybe get it to 20. And that's exactly what happened because Goodwin went on that 10 0 run by himself. He was fantastic. I love this kid. And I think at some point, what's going to happen is he's going to push so far into that rotation that it will help make somebody else expendable because the Suns have multiple uh, or duplicative guys on this roster, guys that that their skill set matches in a lot of ways. And I think at some point they'll be able to go, okay, where are deficiencies? Is it backup point guard? Is it an extra athletic big? Can we make a move? And a guy like Jordan Goodwin starting to live up to his potential will potentially allow them to go make that kind of move with some of these guys that, that are also on the roster. I love what I'm seeing from him. He is probably the best young talent that could grow with this team that they have right now. Nasir could prove to be that as well, but Goodwin's a young guy uh, that shows promise on both ends of the court. And tonight was one of those nights where you go, and that's exactly what he can do for you. He can be a defensive stopper. He can give you the offense that you weren't 100% sure where you were going to get it otherwise. Uh, and and I loved what I saw from him.
0: Oh, well, Espo Psycho Blue sent us a super chat in that same vein. They said, I agree with Espo in that we have a lot of the same kind of players. Other than a backup point guard, I wonder if a starting quality three is on the table. Like, I don't want to jump too far ahead here. Obviously, this is a great win that we should be celebrating. But Psycho Blue did ask the question, if that does, if that is something the Suns are looking at, what are you guys thinking that they should target?
3: Um. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, like I feel like they're they're okay at the wing right now. Like I, I feel like, you know, with with book, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant out there, they've got some wing depth in Utah, in Nasir, um, in KBD coming off the bench. So I I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough because we could sit here and say like, yes, a, a more reliable starting caliber wing would be great, but trading for that, actually finding the pieces to make it happen. I don't know that, you know, teams are just giving out starting caliber wings in the league right now. Um, I think they're okay at that position. I honestly think if they were to trade for something, it would be for either, like, another third-string center, if they think Chemezi is not capable of being that small-ball five option, or a backup point guard because, like we've talked about, you know, Grayson and, and Eric Gordon are more of, like, secondary ball handlers. They, they shouldn't be point guard type guys so those would be my two areas if I had to pick anything
1: yeah for me it's a a a four slash five an athletic more athletic guy because the biggest the biggest concern for me in the regular season but but in particular in the playoffs is when you get in a game with a more athletic team where Nurk can't be that guy how confident are you in Eubanks, and then potentially Metu, or having to go Eubanks, uh, you know, playing major minutes, and KD sliding in as a small ball four or small ball five? Uh, and I'm not sure I'm okay with that right now. That's where I'd probably look to uh, to get better because a lot of people pointed Eric Gordon uh, and Grace Allen, like we did while we were chatting during the game, and go, well, they can't handle the ball, but you got Bradley Beal and if bradley beal comes back uh, he can help alleviate that now he's not you know a true point guard but he's a guy uh, that can it can pass the rock and i think could fill that with the second unit when you're staggering book or kd and him so i think i look at that spot but i'm not there yet where you have to make a move but they're getting they're going to have some options in part because of jordan
0: Goodman. yeah and like i was saying when when kd and book share the court too Book can carry a load of the facilitator because he knows Katie's going to come in and drop 30 points like pretty much every single night, which makes it a lot easier because Book doesn't have to worry about scoring as much because he's got a guy in his back pocket called Kevin Durant, who's a phenomenal basketball player. So they can kind of split the difference there. Uh, I do want to welcome into our program, Flex from Jersey, finally got his audio (laughs) figured out. What's going on, Flex? Uh, We already talked about Devin Booker, but I'll give you the floor for a second just to say... Um, your thoughts on Book's game
2: tonight. Incredible. Savage. That's what he does. And like Gerald, Gerald made a point in the chat. It's like anybody who doesn't think the players care about this is crazy. Like they they went to the last book was trying to cheat and throw one up full court <laughs> <laughs> to get 43 and a better point differential. So no, I think it was a good game. Um I think they pulled, you know, I was impressed the way they finished the game because there was a point there where I was starting to get a little worried. I'm like, man, just win the damn game. Forget the point differential. But uh, yeah, they, you know, booked, they booked things and the guys, uh, they stepped up and listen, plus 21.
3: Was it plus 21 tonight? Was that uh, plus tonight 20? plus, yeah, oh, yeah, plus 21 for the game.
2: Plus 21. That's impressive. You're going with uh, plus 34. That's going to be hard to catch. So I think they put themselves in a good spot.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I thought
2: you were talking
1: about plus minus stat because Gerald's got that in my head. So when I said plus 28, that was books plus minus if nobody cares. so. Oh,
0: got it. We love a good plus minus around these parts, don't we, Espo? We can look at the numbers (laughs) now of this game as a whole presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. What are they looking like?
2: Oh, what's in the
1: box? What's in the box is a 110-89 Suns victory. Three-point shooting in the Suns' favor. favor, uh, 11 of 31 for the Suns, 9 of 33 for the Grizzlies. Hey, it was a block Friday uh, when it comes to the Phoenix Suns. They had six of them to the two for the Memphis Grizzlies in free-throw shooting. Well, it's been very, very kind to the Suns this year, and it was in this game. They were 21 of 28 from the line, and they got there 18 more times than the Grizzlies, who were 6 of 10. Uh, I know it's an OG's Friday, but POT doesn't stand for what you (laughs) think. It's uh, points off turnovers, 24 for the Suns, 9 for the Memphis Grizzlies, and that's how you get a 110-89 Suns victory.
0: That's what it stands for? I was confused there for a minute. I was like, what? What? Another OG's ad in here? i love to see it. <laughs> Those free throws, though, like that was something we talked about in, in uh, what was it, Wednesday's game. Obviously that one was a little bit different of a game, but free throws have been in the favor of the Suns this season, which is huge. Tonight it felt like the Grizzlies kind of were just out there just wanting to hit, hit people. It felt like they were just fouling oh. left and right. There, yeah.
3: I mean that's that's a shorthanded young team for yeah. you we've we've been there with the Suns they foul a lot the Warriors fouled a lot the other night um, and the Suns are actually heading into this game they were second in free throw rate on the season so that's a massive improvement from the yeah. last couple of years where they've been like last or second to last so um, we love to see that this team has a lot of experienced guys who know how to get to the foul line and now that Eric Gordon is finally getting some calls he's getting there plenty too so That's a good thing to see. And that's a thing that can help you in the playoffs for sure.
2: Yeah. And I think, I think that's one of the things people don't talk enough about with Nurk. Like he, that's one thing he can get to the line and he can cause some physicality. What? Oh, hello. You there? Yep. You got it. Sorry guys. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But Nerk can get to the line. Yeah. This is crazy, man. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nerk can get to the line. He's physical. You see book, trust him down there. And then KD's another guy that can get to the line at will. So when you start to look at what KD, Book, and, and Nurkis can do, as far as putting the pressure, uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be much better than in recent years uh, as far as the whistle.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, Flex's computer hit the OGs pretty hard before. This, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, for had- sure. Look, what do you expect from the, the poor Grizzlies? They played a guy named Gigi Jackson. I mean, they're letting creative players get roster spots in Memphis right now because they don't have any choice. I mean, of course, they, they did the best they could. I think the fouls were part of that. What were they in the bonus with like eight minutes to go in the second quarter, the Suns? I mean, yeah, I mean, this was a team trying to find anything to to be able to slow down the Suns' offense and give them credit. Through the first half, they did a hell of a job. Uh, with it in part because they were hacking the crap out of them. But uh, so, yeah, that's why you get a free throw differential like that. But, uh, you know, hats off to Memphis. They did. They played a heck of a game, all things considered. And through three quarters, this was not comfortable. You're sitting there going I don't like this, and I really don't like it from a point differential standpoint, which is something I never thought I'd be sitting there thinking about during an NBA game. If only we could get this to 20, it matters. Like, that's that's <laughs> unique for sure.
0: Yeah, a lot of people in the chat are bringing up Derrick Rose and talking about how he just magically turned back the clock today. Uh, saw a couple comments about that during the game. Also thought that was hilarious. Um, and, you know, shout out to him for being able to put on a great show for them.
2: He always does that to us. I, I feel like he always has good games against us. Uh, D-Rose a vet, though, man. I mean, I, I feel bad that he's out there in that situation, but um, I'm happy he's healthy and playing because I'm, I'm a big D-Rose fan.
1: Let, let's be honest. Most of, the, most of this year, Rose has really smelled like poo-poo, but he's played pretty <laughs> well uh, tonight, so I give him credit on that. Damn, Lord
0: (laughs) Eswell.
2: I hope Gigi Jackson's family ain't watching this thing. (laughs) Hey, the dude got two minutes in an NBA game. Good for Gigi, all right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, he'll be heading
1: back to the Gigi League soon, but I mean, good for him to get some NBA minutes. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson.
3: Man, oh, y'all killing this poor kid. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> the sun's not for real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Hey, gee, I like it, bro. I like it. <laughs> Before we talk about how the Suns could potentially win a little bit of money this uh, upcoming week, let's talk about how you guys could get some money in your pockets with our friends over at BetMGM. Right now, if you sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app and you use the bonus code PHNX, all you have to do is place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile apps of at least $10, and you're going to receive $200 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. So they're really hooking you up here. You can check out the show notes for full details and now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? call
3: 1-800-GAMBLER, Colorado, DC, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, call 877-8 HOPE and Y or text HOPE and Y 467-369, New York, call one 800 5050 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 100 next step Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 Nevada, 1-800 bets off Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan, 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit for terms and conditions. US promotional offers not available in DC, Kansas, Nevada, New York or Ontario.
1: Ontario.
0: And, of course, you can take that money and you can get yourself a really great gift for Christmas and one to maybe gift to a friend in your life as well from our friends over at Shady Rays. Shady Rays is currently in their biggest sale of the year for Black Friday, so don't miss out on the best deal for shades, snow, glock, snow goggles, and prescription sunglasses. So go to ShadyRays.com and try for yourselves and gift one the best shades uh, rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, let's talk about that in-season tournament. Flex gave us a couple numbers early on, but just kind of how we're looking, guys, and how are we feeling about our chances of getting that uh, wild card spot? I feel they're
3: worried. they're they're, they're looking yeah no they're looking better after this because like we said a 21 point win tonight puts you at a plus 34 point differential. You have a three and one record, so. For that last wild card spot in the West, somebody's going to have to match your three and one record, and they're probably going to have to have a better point differential than you. So, looking ahead to tonight's action, um, basically what the Suns should be rooting for here is, uh, I believe, a Nuggets win over the Rockets and a Pelicans loss to the Clippers. That would give the Nuggets a three and one record. They would win the group, but nobody else in that group would be able to get to three and one. So nobody in that group would be able to challenge the Suns in that way. Now, there is still a possibility, it's very remote, that the Suns could have won this game and not get invited to that wild card spot. Um, but for that to happen, the Nuggets would have to beat the Rockets by at least 26 points, and the Pelicans would have to beat the Clippers by at least 12. Yeah. So it's not out of the realm of possibility, but with the way the Nuggets have been playing without Jamal Murray lately, I don't see them beating a improved Rockets team by 26, and the Pelicans winning by 12 plus. That's a tough one.
1: Hold on. So you're asking me to root for the Clippers and the Nuggets tonight? I hate the in season tournament now.
2: I can't. I, I feel dirty wanting to do that. I'll do it, but I feel dirty. Feel dirty for the night, man. One night. Feel dirty. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be the first night I felt like that. Flex. Just take so. a shower,
0: or a bath, Estelle. You'll That's be fine it. tomorrow morning when the Suns are in the in season tournament. That's it, brother. <laughs>
2: You see how bad that team wants to get in. Like they, they knew what they had to do, they knew they needed to win by a big margin. These guys were playing to the last second. They want to get in this because they're competitive and and sh- they should be. So I'm I'm excited, man. They put themselves in a the great spot. I think Gerald broke everything down. I have my little notes here, but you so eloquently broke that down. I ain't had to get into it. So um, yeah, so that's that's what we room for. Espo, one night, baby. That's it. <laughs> Oh, talk talk nerdy
1: to me, Gerald,
2: and talk me into this, all right?
3: (laughs) Do my best.
0: If anybody can do it, it's Gerald. Also, we're getting some shout-outs in the chat. Espo, for your purple pants, six in a row. Let's go Suns and purple pants, because apparently they are the lucky pants this season. So that's fantastic (laughs) news. We also have a couple super chats here uh, a couple from Jesse, actually. Shout out to you, Jesse, for sending in so many super chats. The first one is 20 bucks, and they said, love you guys for the consistent content and grinding. Us Suns fans really appreciate y'all. No other Suns channel does it like y'all for real. But have a question for Gerald. Do you know why Yuta hasn't gotten any minutes?
3: Uh, well, First of all, thank you, Jesse. Appreciate that. And secondly, it's because he's been out for the last couple of games where they left quad contusion. Um Frank Vogel told Dwayne Rankin before tonight's game that he's still progressing, hasn't come back yet, but I think he's been working on the stationary bike. And before tonight's game, he got a little bit of a pregame workout in. So that's usually a positive sign that a player is getting closer. So maybe Sunday or the next game after that, we should have a better idea of when Yuta might return.
0: Yeah, and beyond Yuta, so Jesse also sent us another one. Thank you, Jesse, for that one. Um, Said Book told Katie to, quote, sit out, I got this big dog. Uh, KD didn't play in tonight's game, of course, and Drew Eubanks also didn't play. The Suns didn't have an open practice yesterday because it was Thanksgiving and they were traveling. But hopefully we will get some updates on everybody who has been on the injury report list for the Suns, especially the newer guys who have been added, those three specifically, either tomorrow or, like Gerald said, before Sunday's game, and we'll be able to share some of that with you but you can uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter, at next underscore Suns, because we'll definitely be sharing everything over there as well. Uh, uh, Devontae, no, sorry, go ahead, Espo.
1: I was just going to bring up one thing. Uh, if these purple pants get to a 10-game win streak, I'm hanging them from the rafters in the studio. I got two more pairs, so I can wear them. Hey, no, no, but no. They're, I, they're getting retired up there.
2: <laughs> if they get to a 10-game win streak, you bring me a pair, I'm going to wear them on the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hold on. Flex told, told
2: me, me to it's not bad to be dirty and now wants to get into my pants. I see
1: how this <laughs> is going.
0: All right?
2: You got three pairs, buddy. If we get 10 <laughs> wins, you bring one of them suckers in. I'm weighing them on the show.
0: Oh, Damn. man. All right, We also have another super chat from Devontae. Thank you. said, do you think the Big 3 will make their debut on Christmas Day?
3: Sheesh. Who knows? Who knows? No idea. I, yeah, I hope no. it'll be before then, honestly, but you never know with back stuff. So we're just going to wait until that three-week re-evaluation period is over, and then we'll go from there.
2: Yeah, I, I honestly – listen, and, again, sometimes I can speak on certain things. I think this is going to look like more to four to six weeks. Um, I really okay. do. And and so but, – but I like this. Actually, what I've heard behind the scenes, I, I like what they're doing. I think Brad's going to be fine. Again, there's really no structural damage. So the more time you give them, the better. Um, I think four to six weeks is – just what the doctor ordered. And so I, I don't know if that lines up with Christmas or not, but yeah, I, I would, I would chill out. I know a lot of people have been hitting me up about, Hey, is it going to be three weeks? And I'm like, listen, three weeks is for them just to look at the things again and reevaluate. Mm-hmm. It may be an additional three weeks after that, but if they're playing the way they are, so be it. Let the guy heal up and, and we'll be better for it later.
3: Yeah. And, and for those be... keeping track, sorry, Espo. And for those keeping track, we are one week into the three week reevaluation period. That's where we're right.
1: And like we had heard from uh, from Dr. Adam Anacone about it, the, typically this is a two- to eight-week kind of thing. Yeah. So a four- to six-week window to get him back would be right in what is expected when it comes to uh, a disc there in the back. Look, I, I'm a believer. We saw it the other night, and I and I called a spade a spade. The NBA is scripted. They love the drama. And I'm pretty sure that Christmas Day is where they had just penciled in big three. They said, "You know what? You guys can't have your uh uh your takeover with the big 3 because we got Christmas Day with the big 3." So, you know, that's probably what's going to happen.
0: The NBA writers this season are just trying to make sure the Suns get a really big storyline around Christmas. That's all it is, you know what I'm saying? Like they're like, "Let's just throw them a bone since we've been kind of mean to them the last couple of years."
2: I I ain't mad at it. Yeah. It'll I fine. think it's
1: more they want him to be the you know, the annoying uncle that comes to Christmas and everybody gets pissed off because the big three is actually there. And they're like, this damn anti-hero team, you know, I, I can't stand these guys. And we're all happy <laughs> for it. So.
0: Um, real quick, before we move on, I have a bone to pick with some of you in the chat. Trying to throw shade at my beanies for Espo's pants. Like, <laughs> hold on just one second. Like, we can... <laughs> We can both have nice things. And just as a heads up, I may not have worn it, but it literally was on the table right next to me, the new one I just got for the season. It literally was sitting next to me the whole time. So we, yeah. we're just going to like throw the beanie out the door like it's chopped liver now?
1: Yeah, we are because you know what? You ain't wearing it. They ain't on a win streak in it. So it gets thrown out the door.
0: It's Lindsay, like I don't wash my hair recently.
2: <laughs> Lindsay, you can't do it. Like, until they lose a the game, no beanie.
0: But I but I love my beanie. Oh
2: my gosh, She just does it on the spot.
0: It's in season tournaments
2: over. We're getting eliminated um, tonight. Denver's gonna win by a hundred. Thanks, oh. Lindsay.
3: I'm just no. saying if it could happen, if it could happen to Chris Paul, it could definitely happen to your beanies. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Foster <laughs> called and said, Get that thing the hell out of here. Yeah, I well Scott Foster knows sun. how I
0: feel about Scott Foster. So Lindsay,
2: what color is that? <laughs>
0: It's yellow. No, like it's a, not like yellow. A mu- like a Every, mustard yellow? Yeah, like a mustard yellow. Okay. Every time I
2: ask you for the color of your beanie, you say something that blows my mind.
0: What do you think the beanie
2: <laughs> color is? No, the last time I was sitting next to you, there was a beanie that looked clearly red and you told me it was orange.
0: Red?
2: <laughs> and flesh. Like, yeah, it was. I, that's what I thought, and you were like, "No, that's orange." I'm like, "Man, that looks red." I'm, I, I'm about to go get my eyes checked. Like, if I'm colorblind, what color that do you
0: think this beanie is?
2: That don't look yellow. What
1: I'll, color is
0: it?
2: I got uh, it. I changed diapers when Roe was a kid. That looked like that color. So, <laughs> no, no, no. You know wow,
1: it does. S-O. It, it
2: does. It does look like a dark mustard. You really but don't not, think this is
0: yellow? I mean, yeah, like a mustard yellow, but still in the yellow family, no?
2: Will y'all have guessed yellow, both of you guys?
3: Did Hmm? did you think,
2: when you saw that, Gerald, did you see yellow when you saw that?
3: I would have said, like, mustard yellow brown color. Okay, all right.
2: That's that's where I'm
3: at with it. Okay. Yeah. I would have said olive. I'm just fascinated.
0: This is brown.
3: Yeah, that's brown. That's like a mustard (laughs) yellow. (laughs)
0: You guys, I'm
1: I'm, I'm, going to call it blow up brown. That's what I'm going to call it. That's what it looks like. It's cool. Oh, my
3: God.
2: It's
0: cool. It's cool. Oh, my God. I need Four Peaks here (laughs) after this conversation because y'all are on another level. Uh, I hope you guys took my advice and picked up some Four Peaks and took it to your Thanksgiving festivities. And hopefully it was as big of a hit as it always is. Um, Also, you can check out our friends over at Four Peaks dot com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and all the events that they've got coming up and be sure to also give them a follow on social at four peaks brew or at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery now you do have to be 21 or older to drink four peaks and we ask that you drink responsibly but um another great christmas idea from our friends at four peaks they have an advent calendar which is super cool and would be a great um, like Christmas gift exchange. If you were doing one of those, Uh, I think that one would be a great hit. So you guys should check that out too.
1: Can I admit something? Sure. Uh, You never change a
2: diaper.
1: Well, no, according to my wife, I never (laughs) change a diaper. That's a lie. I believe Tracy Uh, over you. I did one blowout out the back and I was done. I tapped out, but I've seen that color before. But these beers I bought when when we became, when we became, partners with four peaks and they've been in the home studio and i just looked and uh it says uh, freshest before uh august of 22 so uh should i partake or no (laughs) hell
3: no bro what's wrong with you (laughs) Just, I mean, just settle for a shoe or something.
0: <laughs> the thing I is, got is, is, four, four Peaks, cans in here, too. Here, here's the deal, Espo. Just keep those as like props at this point because Four Peaks is so accessible. It's also pretty affordable. Like, just go get some new ones. Yeah, yes, please. Girl. On you know what you I got, mean
2: you gonna need a diaper soon if you drink that oh right? no sorry, you, <laughs> All right. hero. sorry guys
0: you're good and if you are looking to get an extra 200 bucks in your pocket you can check out our friends over at desert financial credit union right now when you open a free checking account online you're going to get 200 dollars in bonuses you can get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200 perfect with christmas just around the corner and for more than 84 years, Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union, so you're going to be in good hands. All right, you guys want to look at our bets from the uh, pregame show and see how we did here? No? Hell okay, yeah. let's just look at the leaderboard <laughs> then and see what's going on there. Oh boy, <laughs> looks like all three of you took L's tonight um, with your plus 8,500 odds. Guess you just need to follow suit and take a minus 110 bet like I did because Espo, now you're down one seventeen fifty. Saul's down eighty five. Flex, you're down fifteen forty one. But I won nineteen dollars, and nineteen dollars is nineteen dollars, y'all. I'm up to one hundred (laughs) and five eighteen.
1: Yeah, but Lindsay, what we forgot to tell you is we're playing golf rules, so I'm kicking all your asses right now.
0: (laughs) Okay, my bad. Apparently, (laughs) I didn't know the rules there. Uh, But we're looking pretty good. You guys need to, you guys need to win. I'll give you that. You do need to get a win here in the near future.
2: Now you doing good, Linz. I, I listen. I respect real, recognize real. You doing your thing. Thank
3: don't you, be, Flex.
0: As so be, be more like Flex. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do love
3: how Lindsay disguised that total diss as a as like encouragement. Like
0: you, you guys, know. you
3: guys need a win. You need one. We <laughs> do. <this>. I <laughs> believe sound, in you. She sounded like
2: book the other night.
0: Yeah, I'm mad at you guys and, about and what add said and, about my and, beanie. And,
2: and can I clear this up? Because I was listening in Puerto Rico. It was crazy late. But I was listening mm. to you guys because you're family and I love y'all. And mm. I just, I want to tap into this. That was absolutely shade. Okay? <laughs> yes. when book, yeah. When, when books will, you know, I wish he could bring it every night. Yeah, that's shade. So you were right. You guys were right. Um, <laughs>
1: no, it Lindsay. was the truth. <laughs> Lindsay, it, next it time was somebody...
3: Next time somebody wins a bet, just say, hey, that was great that you won your bet. I challenge you to win your bet every time. (laughs) There you go. There you go. I'm going
0: to use that. I'm going to use that. Just remind me in case I forget, Daryl, because that's a good one. I'm going to have to remember (laughs) to pull it out of my back pocket. Um, All right, guys. We have a couple of super chats here. The QC sent us one. Thank you for your super chat. And they said, I just want to say, I love the Phoenix Suns. That's it. I think we are all in agreement there, and that is probably one of the things that is at the top of majority of our list as far as things we are thankful for. Um, I know things haven't been exactly like the way that we all planned for this season to go, especially from an injury standpoint. But at the end of the day, like this is a blast. We get to hang out together, watch the Suns, talk about them, build friendships and relationships. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm super thankful for that.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thankful Devin Booker's back too. 6 and 0 since he came back.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um we also have one from Leo. <laughs> we need to we need to clip that base from Flex. I loved it. Leo sent us a super chat and said, "Book and Lindsay got me into beanies. So thank you Book and Lindsay. Thanks Leo. I don't know why you guys are talking so much trash about the beanies cuz Book loves them too."
2: i like the beanies i I like the beanies i did the color throws me off you you have a unique taste in colors
1: and i I hope your taste in colors better huh i was saying i hope leo's taste in color is better so you
0: guys are so bratty (laughs) (laughs) so bratty um we have another one from naggle tiger thank you they said uh espo drink the beer at this point, Esco drink the beer.
2: Do it right now.
0: I'm team oh, drink no. the beer
2: on the show. Esco, don't <laughs> I give in to
0: pressure. The Do of it, the beer. Bro. I don't
1: think that'd be good for our sponsors, so I'm just gonna leave it where it is.
0: You don't. Yeah, you but know. it's not like our sponsors are telling you to drink the beer. They clearly put a best by date on there for a reason. We're asking well, you to be a little bit of a dummy and ignoring that. No,
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks.
0: Lame. <laughs> Lame. You suck,
1: Espo. <laughs> Lizzie. <laughs> uh, Nate right, Dunn says, "I want kind, likable Espo back." When was Espo, that Espo ever here?
0: I there was a time. There was there a, a time? It? Yeah.
1: Uh, well, when people are encouraging me to drink uh, uh, past its expiration date beer while I'm in a walking in <laughs> closet, I think uh, I think that guy's long gone for the time being. Uh, <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness. All right, guys, let's hand out a couple extra flowers to round out the show. Um, Chimezi Metu obviously had to had play more minutes tonight than he has all season. He had finished with 15 minutes. He had three points, and assist, two rebounds. He's still learning exactly how to play with this team, building some chemistry because he hasn't gotten a lot of run. But kudos to Chemezi Metu for stepping up when Drew Eubanks is injured and he needed to for the team.
2: Yeah, listen, I know a lot of... No, I got to talk about this, guys. I got to talk about my boy, Messi. Yeah, three points. What are we doing? <laughs> no, listen, we got to do it. Gee, we got to do Why? it. Why? Okay. No, we don't. It's listen. like me and the beer. We don't have to do it. He listen. shot one of three in 15 minutes. We only took three shots, but I, I, I was playing... I, I was paying close attention to all his minutes on the floor. No, listen, I'm serious, guys. He listen. was, guys. I, <laughs> y'all crazy man i believe hey, him on that the guy the guy just got into the rotation he's playing some minutes it takes him a little time look at how much you like a little lately right and and if you go back to Nasi's first couple games where he got a couple minutes it was like oh we don't know i didn't see anything that drastically stuck out that told me you know mezzi's got a problem doing this or that there were one there was one time he had a backdoor cut that book completely missed him would have been an alley-oop and he tried to throw it. You remember that when it went high off the backboard. That was one that uh, the, his gravity helped in that situation. That three looked beautiful. Don't tell me it didn't. Y'all, y'all all thought that three was money. Y'all thought that
1: beautiful one that no, go in, my friend.
2: Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going in, and, and then and then the weak side block shot that was a foul. He showed his athleticism. He showed he can help out there. Listen, he's gonna be fine. Um, I if you continue to give this kid minutes, you're gonna see that. Uh, it's it's gonna be worth it. I didn't see anything that tells me uh, Chemezi can't play with this basketball team, and I think he's going to get better as you continue to give him minutes. So he's fine. No, it wasn't his breakout game, but we good.
1: Hello got it right. It said Flex was late because he was using his AOL dial-up to download a picture of Metu. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe.
2: Maybe. No, no.
0: Listen, let Flex have his guy. We all have people that we're like a little bit high up on, even though we haven't seen as much from them as of late or yet. But That doesn't mean that it's not around the corner.
3: Thank you. No, that's... That's totally fair. I just when you were talking about giving out flowers not knowing who you were going to say <laughs> I was not expecting Metu to be the first name that we that were we went you
0: expecting over. the first name to be Josh Koggi?
3: Uh I mean that would have been a smart bet with with you in particular but maybe not tonight's <laughs> game. I mean he he was great activity wise. Great yeah, acti- I mean two, two of nine, not not a great shooting night for him but um great defensive activity is normal and Um, I I do want to give a shout out to Eric Gordon, Grayson Allen, because they had a couple of turnovers in succession there where people were like, man, they're really not it ball handlers. And I totally get that because they're not supposed to be primary ball handlers. And I think they've had to take on a little bit more responsibility in that department than we would like. But um, they've been huge from a scoring standpoint and just their gravity out there, especially on a night like tonight where you don't have Kevin Durant, that type of thing is huge. Since Vogel's gone with that starting lineup with those two in the mix, um, the spacing's been great. They've been knocking down threes. They've been pretty aggressive with their drives and stuff like that. So um, I know it's not, you know, the playmaking floor general type that we're used to seeing in Phoenix, especially getting spoiled the last few years with Chris Paul, but um, they're they're having to do a lot more than I think they'll need to once Bradley Beal and everybody's back.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, G. Go ahead.
1: I'm just going to say this on the Josh Akogi front. He actually, I get his shooting was bad at two nine, but he actually had a pretty solid game. Seven mm-hmm. boards which was the second most on the team, three assists, which was, uh, tied for, uh, for the third most on the team Had a steal. He did other things other than score. And I know he's starting to lose some minutes, uh, to little and, and KBD, but he's still going out there. Uh, and even Goodwin for that matter, but he's still going out there. And, uh, And trying to get the most out of it Uh, shooting just as what we've always known with josh is going to be hot or cold so i will give him a few flower petals today if Mm -hmm. that's
0: okay listen zephyr in the chat said jo poster holding bane's face was dope
2: Ah. (laughs) that
0: was fun you can't tell me that wasn't fun Mm
2: -hmm. not listen i thought jo and goodwin were the unsung heroes of this game they, they were terrific on – you know, listen, they, you can't – sometimes the energy doesn't show up in the box score. There was one particular play. I think Book took the shot. Uh, Metu was trying to get a rebound. He was getting boxed out. And then Goodwin came out of nowhere, grabbed it, got the layup early in the first half. Um, those guys just bring energy. that We call them the dog pound. I like that. But, yeah, they, they just bring some really good energy and things you can't teach. And so those two guys were terrific tonight. And I'm one of those guys, Gerald, that was dissing. Eric Gordon in jail and, 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 and Grayson now. I was pretty pissed off. I just feel like at, at this point in their career, some of the turnovers, it just, it was just frustrating me, but you're right. They're not there to be point guards. They're, they're shooters. And they're complementary mm. pieces, Lindsay. You okay? There you go. I saw I you like, giving me this oh my look. God,
0: I was I, so stressed. I was like, "Am I about to just get booted from this thing?" Everything just froze on my hand. I was like, about to text you guys right now.
2: <laughs> you know what's funny? As I'm speaking, I'm looking at that that face, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I saying wrong?" That Lindsay's staring at me like that. That was that I'm, was the I'm, ultimate I'm, Lindsay face. I mean, I that was, was like, the quintessential damn. Chelsea. Well, yeah, if
1: you had a, if you if you had a picture that said this is Chelsea, that was it. It was, was uh, it. it was just a, just the chef's kiss there.
0: Oh my goodness gracious, that was funny. I was like, oh no, and of course that face of all faces, that face. Am I frozen again?
2: No, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. it. That's what you look like though, oh. Lizzie. was like that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. Love that for me. <laughs> All right. Anybody else want to hand out some flowers or petals? You guys good?
3: <laughs> I, I do want to circle back and Kogi real quick. Cause he's, he's been great the last two games and I want people to remember games like these on the nights when his three point shot is not falling and everybody's saying, Oh, we can't play him. We can't play him. He does other stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. his thing. Like if he can knock down the one or two open threes, he'll be asked to take in the playoffs. Amazing. That's fantastic because then you're truly unstoppable. But even if he's not, he's been finding ways to impact the game with his cutting as a screener, um, just driving and kicking that sort of thing on the offensive glass. And defensively, he's still a nightmare. Um, you know, last game, he had 12 points tonight. He had five, he had a block and a steal last game as well. He just is all over the place when he is able to impact the game. Um so I I hope that the Suns are able to continue finding ways to get around his three point shot when it's not falling. Um but he does impact the game and it's the reason why Frank Vogel and the Suns are never going to move away from him entirely unless it's like a game to game thing come playoff time.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I and mean, I think that I think that's fair. You shouldn't he's he's valuable in what he does. I I prefer nights where he's not shooting nine shots, but this is the yeah. kind of game where who else was supposed to be taking them? I mean, Eric Gordon wasn't hitting shots. I mean, there was there it was Booker and everybody else just trying to get enough points to get the win, right? And so I'm fine in a night like this where he's taking, but in most nights in 28 minutes, I'd prefer for for a few less shots than that and just focusing on the other things. But I did love that dunk because he made the choice to cut uh, cut in and go at the hoop. And when Josh is fearless like that, that's great, Josh Ako.
2: You know what's funny, though? He, he That play was made because of the three. He pump fake. the three. People are still jumping on that. I mean, so as long as it – I'm, I'm of the belief that as long as he's taking it, I'm okay. When he stops right. taking it completely, that's when you have a problem. If he right. takes it and misses, you could live with that because you're keeping the defense guessing at least. You, you, at least he's showing the ability and the confidence to at least take it. And by him doing that, that's what led to the dunk. He pump faked off the three line, dribbled hard, easy dunk. And so, uh, he, like, like you said, I, I I think Josh does more for us, like Gerald said, uh, you know, away from scoring, that is gonna pay dividends later.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So the last thing I have is just um, we had a couple of people in the chat being like, if you guys are home, then we want to see your pets. Like, that's kind of half of the excitement of being home. You want me to go get my dog? For everybody who has missed Wolfie, he's been hanging out with us the whole time. He's just been sitting on the table with me waiting for me to get done so I can feed him. You guys got any pets close by? Can I go get Raj? Take a sec. Go get it. I
1: got an owl. I got a uh, roadrunner.
0: Oh, Gerald's puppy's here.
3: (laughs) That's Loki. He's antisocial, so he's gone now.
1: (laughs) My dog Jordan is old and downstairs somewhere, so. No. I'll probably freak out if I force him into a
3: walk-in closet. So
0: Gerald Marco wants you to go grab the rat that you brought home from Denver. Oh grab the
3: rat. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm, thankfully he's not in my home, so that's
1: good. <laughs> How did you not dress as the guy from Ratatouille for uh Oh my for Halloween,
3: gosh, you
0: should have.
1: Eggly my boy.
0: Oh, what a cool. Oh. Oh, Raj's got
1: that
2: dog in him. All right. Oh. He could he could play for the Suns, man. He he be ch- chasing people down. <laughs> now this is my boy Raj, named after Roger Bell, so yeah, this this my little homie.
0: I love that. Homie. This is the best part of being at home is when you end out the show, you get to see everyone's pets. So, right. yay for that. Okay, guys. Thank you all for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We will not have a show for you tomorrow, but we of course will have a show for you on Sunday. Uh, 30 minutes before tip-off we'll have a pregame show and then of course a postgame show once it wraps up so plan to come hang out with us then and until then give uh, the show a follow on twitter at PHPHNX underscore you can follow me at lindsay smith az you can follow gerald at gerald borgay you can follow flex at flex from jersey and of course you can follow espo at espo espo take us home
1: remember purple pants rock they're undefeated but penis are all right too Oi, oi. <laughs>